the 90s. It feels like the 90s. I hope y'all singing it with me out there. I hope y'all singing it right now. Come on. Let it rock. Come on. Talk to them. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday with Damn It Since Monday. Give it up for yourself one time. I don't think it's going to work. Sometimes I surprise myself. How was your week? Week was. I've never met somebody. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. My week was fine. My week, I don't know what to say. I'm like in my fourth trimester um, <laughs> dealing with postpartum. And that's, you know, I love my baby, but my hormones are pretty much everywhere. Today. Oh, I love, like, I left the house. I left the house on um, the day's team seemed to run together. I left the house on Saturday to go to the mall. Um, I had to buy a new phone. Leaving the house. I tell India that her mom is going with me. Shout out to my mother-in-law. We'll talk about that in a second. But I tell India her mom is going with me. And that Blake is going with me. I promise you, she was about to cry. I looked in her eyes. I want to go. I said, whoa, February 8th is your last appointment. We have to wait. I've never felt more sorry and more empathy for a person than I did in that moment. Like, you look. Like you were just defeated. I'm sick of it. You you said that I just want to get out of this room. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, uh walk around the block. But the thing about walking around the block, it's been rainy and cold. She can't win for losing. But here we are. Here we are. I don't even got nothing to say. I don't even want to talk about it because I don't feel like crying today. See? Yeah, like well, I said I already cried today because my mama went back home. It's been emotional. But guess who mom is in the building? Yeah, switch off. My mom, my, my sister, so my mom flew in. It's crazy because she had already told me, she was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come like right away because I got some projects I need to wrap up at work. So I was like, that's fine. That's a fact. And so I got home from the hospital and she texted me. She was like, how's it going? I'm said, on the way. I said, I'm overwhelmed. And she was like, well, India, she was like, it's okay. She was like, you just had a major surgery. You just went through a lot. Like, it's okay. And then <laughs> I didn't text her back. She texted me. She said, do you want me to come? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Look, she's not even going to deny. Yeah. Come on. Right now, matter of fact, if you I can. I said, yeah. So this was on, we got home when? Saturday? Saturday, yeah. She said, I'll be there on Monday. And she pulled up. I was like, like in two days, Monday. She said, yeah, I'll be there on Monday. So she flew in, booked the flight, flew in to come to my rescue. <laughs> Good parents are underrated, right? Like we talk about the village and thank God the village continues to come through. So she was like, 
I can, she was like, I can only stay a week. Well, a week turned into two weeks. So she stayed two full weeks. And I tried to convince her to stay. That's my girl. I mess with her all the time. She talks to me more than Indy talks to me, like off the mic. On the mic, we talk all the time. Off the mic, she doesn't need to talk to me. But her mom. That's not true. Her mom, me and her mom, we play all day. I think I play more than she plays, but it's all good. Yeah, that's what it is. It's really just bear playing all day, and I'm just not. I'm not in the playful mood. Yeah, yeah, but I right am. Now. Um, Let's lighten up the mood, man. Come on. But yeah, so my sister drove in town yesterday yeah. to pick my mom up because she, I guess she didn't feel like flying back. But so they went back to Atlanta today mm-hmm. and then Bear Smile flew in. So we still have help now. It's great. But we still are going to need help within the next three months. It's kind of like when, God forbid, somebody passes away. Everybody wants to call within those first two days. They're going to come by your house. They're going to stop by and see you. They're going to come eat up all your food at the repast. But then a week later, silence. And that's when you need to check on your people. So within three months after her mom is gone, my mom is gone, y'all call us and make sure we straight. Your mom will be here at least two weeks. Yeah, we're going to need some help. We're going to be waving a white flag and at that point. The reason why I know this because I just talked to her. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even know. See, she told me something new. So, so thank God. My stomach hurting on a low, too. So, excuse me in advance. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I want to talk about something real quick. You see this shirt? Shout out to my guy, Jay Fields. Jay Fields brand, kind of famous. I called Fields one day and I said, hey, bro, I need to pick up some gear so I can rock it. Like, I bet. So I pulled up on him and we talking. But before I left, I told Indy where I was going. Hey, about to go pull up on Fields to pick up some gear. Ooh, I want something too. I'm like, bro, why can't I have something of my own? And the kicker is we wear the same size. We could have just swapped it out, but I supported my guy. We could have shared shared the shirt. shirt. I thought about that after I bought it. But I said, it's my guy. So I'm going to support my people. But at the same time. But the quality is they want. And bear now, we talk about t-shirts all the time. We do. Because we care we about neck, We care about necklines. And this shirt has a really good neckline on it. Like, when I'm wearing stuff like this, I can't do the, droop, the droopy neckline. Oh. That's why I don't do women's t-shirts. Even like when I'm having my events and I'm ordering merch and stuff like that, I'm not getting a droopy ass collar. It's not nah. happening. The, the women's shirts are the worst shirts I've ever seen. Yeah. And listen, I pay good money for a t-shirt if the quality of the t-shirt is good. And this is a thick. Oh, I'm talking about collar ain't going to move. You can. I got a long neck like a giraffe. So you can do all this. Like a what? A giraffe. All right. That's what I'm saying. Don't worry about me. Worry about you. But it's anyway, always been giraffe. But I I can't get off of saying, you know, simple stuff. It's always been salmon. I've always said salmon. Go back about five. The only thing you keep tripping me up on is the damn sword, okay? And ale and salmon, too. (laughs) Me and your mama had this. So she got it from my mom. I asked the mom this weekend, how do you say S-W-O-R-D? And she said, sword? I said, okay. So I said, okay, I see where she gets it from now. Straight from your mama. Moving on. Moving right along. I'm going to jump right into it because like she said, she's feeling a little emotional and she's feeling a little tired. You came in talking about how tired she was. Well, that's because I'm achy now. What's achy? I had to, I, I mean, I could have asked you to do it, but what? I ain't feel like it. You could have. 
I did a lot of laundry and now I'm feeling achy. So why do you ask me to do it? Because I ain't feel like it. I okay. just told you. Well, guess what? But you're gonna have to me, you're gonna have to finish it. Leads me into the best segue ever. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Let's talk on the Division of labor during the postpartum period is what we're going to talk about right now. So she has it down to a science. All right. It happened when we had Blake. We had Blake. Everybody talking about usually my husband or my partner, they stay asleep while I breastfeed and I have to do all the work. I wish that was the case. She will breastfeed, and then she will hand the baby out to me, make me wake up, and birth the baby. Now, things have changed. What are you doing? What have, what have you been doing now? This is just the feeding during the night. Well, Shy is a little different than Blake. Actually, Babies well, are so okay. different, bro. I thought all kids were like, if you have one kid, the next kid should be similar. Absolutely not. Demeanor? Right now, yeah, her her demeanor is very Night different day. than Blake's. Um, however, there's two things that's happening here because she she is struggling with like some reflex issues, but Blake struggle. What did I say? Reflex. reflex. Oh lord! Don't watch your knees over here. Yes, she's having like some reflex issues. Blake had the same issues. However, I think that. Like the, the time period in my life and the way that I had Blake, just I had like a very like tough it out, stick it out type of attitude with Blake. Like no matter the <laughs> no, like, no matter the pain, the tiredness. Like I was like I could do this. I, like I was so determined. And I hate it because you know they always say that the second kid and every kid after that get the short end of the stick. You do everything for the first. Oh, first baby, you go all out. We bought and the little so, pictures of the hospital and everything. I'm trying to give her that same energy because, like, y- y'all know, like, I pray really hard for her. Like, I'm so happy that she's here. Mm-hmm. However, second baby, we have a we have Blake, and he's who Blake got a personality on him right now, y'all, and um. It's a lot. And so I'm already tired because we're dealing with the, the two kids situation. Yeah. Um, and not only that, Shy's breastfeeding latch is insane. You got a latch like a piranha. Yeah. And so. I know y'all be talking about my daughter out there and how she sucks re- on her nipple. Because I'm going to have to fight y'all. It's crazy. Boy, shut up. Ain't nobody talking about that. I had to make sure. So. I do remember it hurting really bad with Blake. But like I said, I was very much so like, I'm going to do this. I'm sticking this out. And I did. I breastfed him for almost two years. But with her, I'm like, baby girl. (laughs) So with Blake, I didn't let anybody bottle feed him. She didn't. At all. She didn't. I nursed him. I did not give him a bottle until... Shit. His mom came in town. Yes, because we start going out. We start going out. Barry's mom came and stayed with us for a month when I had him. And that is when I started giving him bottles because we were leaving him. I was going back to work. Mm-hmm. You know. But other than that, he was exclusively breastfed. But with her, my girl man, I'm, I'm, I'm prepping bottles before I go to bed. Like bottles of breast milk, might I add. Yeah. I'm still bre- like I'm still pumping. Like I I have a lot of milk, 
So I'm still I doing get, the, I'm ahead, still I'm doing the things, but how it's changed is that instead of me waking up, nursing her, giving her to him to burp him, we're both getting up at the same time because he is giving her the bottle and I am pumping the tits. I'm getting the short end of the stick. Basically, I got to wake up, go get her up, hand her to India. India might or may, she may or may not change her diaper at that time. She may go back to sleep. I have to that, go but, downstairs, warm the bottle up, wait eight minutes until the bottle warms up, go back upstairs, wake the baby up. I'm looking at India like, damn, you still ain't changed the diaper? She like, I'm trying. Lazy. Now she's looking at me funny. I'm looking at her funny in the middle of the night. Just change the diaper so I can feed her. So this not even now. Granted, sometimes he wakes me up and I do drift back off to sleep. Sometimes and I wake up in a panic. Sometimes, but most times, okay. shop like my okay. girl. So we swaddle her, swaddle her into a nice little burrito, and she goes mm-hmm. to sleep. So when we wake her up, I'm taking her out of the swaddle, and because she has been like, you know, she put in the straight tuck, jacket. I don't like that man. Tight for like three hours. She that. has to stretch. And my girl takes like five minutes to stretch and fart and shit every time we take her out of the swaddle. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, every time she farts, she sharts. And that's what I be letting her do. Because if you saw the picture that I posted on my Instagram last week, <laughs> y'all saw that Barry was covered in doo-doo. The reason why he was covered in doo-doo is because he took the diaper off and she farted. And it and doo-doo shot out of her ass like that. Hey, why you gotta say it like that? She makes it seem so net doo-doo. Like she, so, she, she got me. What I do is I give her her time. When she wake up, I let her stretch and fart it out until she done. <laughs> Sometimes that takes like five minutes. And by the time we done, eight max. The bottle be ready. And he be walking in the room with the stank face, like, why you still you still changing her diaper? And I'm like, yeah, I had to let my girl do a thing. Because I, I'm mad because I'm like, all right, I've had to wake up. Go get the bottle, transport the bottle, and you're still not ready to feed her. And then on top of that, India will look at me. And I know, listen, I don't mind. I'm not complaining, but I am. I don't mind it. But after I do all that, I still have to burp her. And then India complains, you're not burping her right. You got to hit her at the top of the back. Your hands it is. Long. You're supposed to burp she her. She will micromanage every between, step of the way. Because the thing is, he be. I will say this. I, I think we're far more sleepy than what we yeah. were with Blake. Yeah. Like when I say we be dog tired, yeah. I don't know if it's that we like way older at this point or what. Oh, I'm gonna say something about that. We be tired. Hurting. And so when he be burping the first of all, I'm sitting there and I'm just like in pure delusion with the pump on my tits. I'm like nodding off, trying to hurry up and get this done. And he's trying to burp her. He's nodding off. And so last night I looked at him and instead of burping her between I'm her beating on him. <laughs> he's like right up above her butt, like just patting the patting her lower back. And I was like, well, damn, Help you me. didn't get no burp out doing that. Help me. It's the most crazy thing. I just want the division of labor to be separated equally. But we do a good job. We do like everything. I'm gonna else. Say, it ain't like I'm going back to sleep. Because not only that, I have to go downstairs to put the damn milk in the refrigerator or the freezer that I just bumped. 
So we both got to get up and go downstairs at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, that's going to be my relationship. But I'm going to get to it sooner than later. My relationship is for all the ladies who just have had a baby. Now, back in the day when we had Blake, it was a pillow in the bed. A long-ass body pillow. Pillow everywhere. When we got done with Blake, the pillow left. Now, once again, I don't know if it's because she's older or what. She not only has a body pillow still, but she has another small, like, what kind of pillow is this? A feeding pillow. And then on top of that, all of the breast pump equipment that she's purchased. She's purchased more breast pump equipment than a football player has pads. I've never seen somebody get ready to pump some tits when they got to go to war. Unhook the cars, unhook the cars, slap it on. Hey, Barry, get my breast pump from downstairs. Make sure it's assembled right. There are so many pieces it's to I'm a breast pump. It's the wildest thing I've ever heard. Then on top of that, moving this conversation on a little bit further, I didn't know how old we were becoming until this weekend. All my homies and even my parents was like, hey, you need to buy a deep freezer. I was holding off on buying a deep freezer because those type of purchases make you seem old. Like you going to Home Depot, you going to Lowe's, opening the thing up, trying to make sure the depth is right, trying to make sure it's going to get cold enough. I felt old going to buy a deep freezer. Mind you, I had a lot of milk with Blake too. And so, you know, we talked about getting a deep freezer, but we just never did. We just let breast milk take up the entire freezer. But see, now we're getting older. Um, Well, and then in 2020... When we had the COVID panic, Barry's mama tried so hard to <laughs> buy us a deep freezer. I didn't know how much they cost. That's my fault. He kept telling her, like, no, we don't need a deep freezer. Don't buy no deep freezer. And she was, it was so, 2020 was crazy for a lot of people because Barry's mama just knew that we was finna run out of food. <laughs> and she was like, you gotta make sure you feeding that baby. Like, we gonna let Blake starve. Like, it was wild. And so she was dead set. The only reason why we didn't have a deep freezer on our doorstep is because them shits was sold out. Everybody had bought them all. Everybody bought a deep freezer. Just freeze. like toilet paper and everything else. Everybody had bought all the deep freezers. So we never had one. Well, this time rolls around and we need a deep freezer. Like, it's like, all right, enough. Enough. We, we put we, it on. We need a deep freezer. For the last six years. Now we have to do it. So he brings the deep freezer in. You know, we trying to organize everything. And I looked at him. I said, damn, I feel like we just aged overnight. She did. I'm like, oh, man. Then I went to the mirror. Look, I had a gray hair coming out my beard. I said, oh, my God. Where is the life alert? I couldn't believe that we were getting that old. Just for one deep freezer purchase, added five years on to our life. But I mean, technically did add five. I mean, Blake is about to be five. I don't know. It just feels different. Because when we had Blake, I still feel 26. Don't get it wrong. I am 26. Don't get it twisted. I was, when I was pregnant with Blake, I was 26. Yeah, yeah, I was 26. And when I had him, I had just turned 27. So 26, between the years between 25 and 26 was a time for me. When I say I was having a time. Yeah. She still on. I was outside. Oh, you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. You were. You were. Okay. But now you got but, old. But, but. And now let me tell you what she's claiming. And I'm going to hold her to it. I can't wait. Soon in this postpartum period over, I'm outside for real. At this time, I'm getting my life back. Nigga, please. We're going to see. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold her to it, though. Well, so I feel like 
So you know, the granted, we we just we we've come out of this pandemic. Most smack. And like I was one of those people that really sat inside. Like I wasn't one of those people who was like, I'm tired of being in the house. I'm finna go outside anyway. I'm finna catch COVID. Like <laughs> I wasn't give it here. Like I'm like I was really inside. It wasn't a problem for me. I like being inside, but I was inside for those two years, and then I got pregnant. Then I got depressed. <laughs> Then I got pregnant again, and so then I then and I was intentional intentional about staying inside during this pregnancy because I did not want to get sick. How do you avoid being depressed after you have a baby? Uh, I think it depends on like your support system, hmm. um, and then like a lot of things play into like it's a lot of different things that play a part in that. Have you been doing so, like seances or something to keep from being depressed? I know you no, get into your bag. No, I could do a much better job in my spiritual life right now, but I'm so sleepy <laughs> that I have not gotten back to any of my rituals that I, I normally do. My sleep do. life. Uh, right now, like my rituals is cuddling with Shiloh and doing skin to skin. But as far as like you know how I would get up early and journal and all of that, like I haven't, I haven't made my way back there yet because I'm so. Your routine, so my routine my, thrown off, yours yeah. thrown off, yeah. But I think it's important to know, to like notice when things feel off with you. Like when we first got home from the hospital. Oh, it wasn't me. Barrett. I knew it. I knew it wasn't something I did. Has helped in so many ways. Oh, you been chastise me. One um, thing I didn't do, what I didn't do. But one thing that he's just not good at is, is in the food department. It's oh, like right. cooking and stuff like that. And that's a fact. <laughs> he he knows that I like fresh food. I like to eat fruits and veggies with all of my meals. Your boy went crazy in Publix and Walmart. Even if I'm like, because you know, with with this pregnancy, I went back to eating meat. Like it was no yeah. Like vegan, like I went back to eating meat, and um, so even if I'm eating meat like three times a day. I have to have my fruits and my veggies, like, and so it was a struggle for me because he just kept ordering, ordering out. Like we were just eating a lot of takeout, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this because I know how my body feels when I when I don't eat real food. Mm. And I kept telling him, I was like, I need real food. I I need real food. Uh, luckily, <laughs> my friends showed up. And we had a lot of meals cooked for us. Thank God. Y'all um, saved your boy. Because I actually had Suffer. a meal train. And choo, then choo. his best friend, uh, Philip, and his wife, you know, Charity, that's my girl. They called me and they asked me, like, how I was. And I was just telling it. Like, I was really on the phone with Charity. And um, she was, like, asking, what do I need? And Philip was in the back. He was like, like, what do you need? And so I told him, I said, I just want fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And so he was like... Okay, I got you. And so the next day, or like two days later, Philip and Charity pulled up with a huge bag of um, smoothies, smoothies. Ready, ready like made frozen smoothie smoothies. packs. All she has to do is aha, empty them out, cut the smoothie and blender on, and get busy. Phil, I already measured everything out, put everything in a nice freezer bag, and it's ready to go. Literally, all I had to do was add water and honey. That's it. And so. 
And then I had another friend, like, later that week, Kayla, she did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she made some smoothie packs for us. Uh, for us? I ain't well, need nothing. I like smoothies. It's not my fault. Well, the thing is, Bear is allergic to fruit. I am. So. I know y'all probably looking at this right now, like, allergic to fruit, oral allergy syndrome. Look it up. Yeah. I got it. 1% of people. You looking at it. So that was helpful for Blake and I. And once I started to get like real food in my body, I gradually started feeling better. It's already enough that like after you have a C-section, you come home on all these pain <laughs> pills. You're literally on narcotics, like with the fucking oxycodone. And so it's she like you're, you're feeling you're feeling outside of your body, especially for somebody that, like me that doesn't take medicine at all. And so, like, I'm feeling outside of my body, and I was just like, I just need something to make me feel like myself again. Some so, nourishment. I stopped my pain pills way before they told me to stop them. And then was complaining to me every um, five minutes. I'm still hurt. I said, take a pill. I ain't taking a pill. Yeah, I just, I, that, the, when I got home from the hospital, I took those pain pills like two or three more days, and then I stopped them. Max three. You didn't take them after two days, I don't think. And you were complaining to me. Well, I like I say, I wanted to feel like myself again. And then yeah. also, so like the food was one thing for me. And then another thing. So like my hormones, I'm like having these sweats, like night sweats. <laughs> I had them with Blake. And I told Barry two or three times, I said, I need the sheets changed on the bed. Oh, man, yeah. I'm going to buy some new ones anyway. I need some Egyptian cotton. I need the sheets account. changed on the bed. You told me that. And I was just like, so I think it was the other night. He, my mom was like, what do you, what you need now? And I was like, I was so frustrated. I was like, I don't know how many times I have to say that I need the sheets changed on the bed. Did they get changed? Yeah. But after three, asking you three times, you know what they say? It takes somebody seven times to hear something before they, you know, really get it in. No. Seven times. That's the rule of seven. Look no. And so that, like, that's something like Bear knows that I wash the sheets on the bed every Sunday. Oh, that's what I wanted to like, talk about. You just reminded me. And I so I was not able to do that. So yes. I was like, I like that was something like that was so important to me. Like I was like, get these dirty sheets off this bed before I lose my everlasting mind. All right, switch it up real fast. What were we talking about this week about going to somebody's house and the sheets are dirty? Oh. Um, so we came across something on Instagram and it was like a percentage. <laughs> and I think it was like, it was either like 40 or 60% of men yeah. said that they don't change their sheets on their bed. Let's just say or it was, was like, 40% of men don't say they don't change their sheets on their bed. Yeah. Or like they only change their sheets like once a month or it was some nasty ass statistic or something like that. And you made it I told point. him, I said, I believe it because... When I was in college, <laughs> I had so many guy friends and I would go to their apartments to kick it. And I'd be like, I don't know how these girls are fucking y'all because y'all are y'all were nasty too. nasty lifestyles. Girls just as nasty dudes in college. Y'all like doing it too. Nasty. No, no. <laughs> Rooms be funky. That's the thing. And that was the thing. Guys would only clean up when the girls get ready to come over. 
But it's nasty. But you made a point today, and you yesterday day you said that it's probably why these um Instagram bed makers are so popular because <laughs> girls aren't used to seeing it, and it's like an anomaly. These guys making up the bed, spraying cologne all over the pillow. Listen, I've been on it. She know. When she came over my house, I changed my sheets every Sunday. It was a routine. Every Sunday, I changed my sheets. And then I put scent beads and fabric softener underneath the uh Now, Granny, he, his, his smell. He stopped doing this because I told him to stop spraying that toxic shit in my bed. But his like sheet washing, like his laundry bed stuff was insane. Like one day I was over there when he was washing his bed spread and stuff. And he sprayed Lysol in between every layer of the sheets. And I, I was just like, bro, why are you doing it? Got to get the germs out. And a little Febreze, too. The Febreze don't give it that little extra that you need. Yeah. All of that. Well, I told him, I said, don't take all that. I don't, like, no. It ain't for you. But it wasn't for her. It absolutely it was, was for me. Because I was the me. one that was sleeping in the bed. And so. I don't like smell good. I don't like You can make the sheets smell good without the smell of Lysol. No, I need all that. I need all that for me. But, okay, so that, that's like another topic in itself. Um, like things that you do that you only do because you're dating somebody. Ooh, that's a big one. So I came across, um, I was on Facebook last week and this guy, I could be getting this kind of wrong, but he basically was talking about women <laughs> and he really? Was, yeah, women and them not getting their oil changed. And he was like, okay. "Ladies, when's the last time you got your oil changed?" <laughs> and he got a good point. One girl, she was like, "When I was in a relationship, uh, I got my oil changed all the time. But now that I'm single, she don't care about oil. I ain't got any change. Damn car gonna blow up because she's single. Yeah. <laughs> so." I'm like, what else is this something that we do? Women? When we have, when we're in a relationship. Oh, hot take right here. I used to get my haircut every week, but then I grew it out and then COVID happened and then I got married. I get my haircut now every two weeks. Hot take is if men were not trying to impress ladies, they wouldn't get their haircut as frequently. They wouldn't. Everybody be looking like Jay-Z. Everybody had dreads. Y'all spend a lot of money at the barbershop. I know. I love it. I know it. it's self-care. You know what it ain't? It ain't Ladies, self-care. It's for them. If your man is complaining about you getting your hair done and he gets his hair cut every week, do that math. Because just <laughs> just like the just like the hairstylists have been losing their mind and been upping the prices. Yeah. The barbers been upping their yeah. prices too. Barry told me how much she paid for a haircut yeah. one time. I just told that, you that, right that, there. That didn't include a wash. I just told you right there. No nah. scalp massage. Nah, they, I don't want no man rubbing my head anyway, though. I'm sorry. Call me what you want. I don't want a man rubbing my head. Now, I would do like the hot tile on my face. Ooh, if you do that, I'm all right with it. But don't get to rubbing all in my head. Mm-mm. We okay? With that hot towel on your face? <laughs> well, what else do me? Well, some of y'all are paying $50 for, for a haircut. The edge up in a taper at that. Not even a full-blown haircut. Well, women used to pay $40 for a washing style. Man, what happened to 2004? Bring it back. Bring it back. The price is not the year. But uh, yeah, what else do men do? So for sure, haircut, 
Most definitely, we wouldn't care about. Um, what else would we care? You just named one, like cleaning up the house. Men would not care about cleaning up the house or learning how to cook. We do all that stuff for women. Just go look at any other Instagram influencers. Y'all follow those men, like all the skincare routine. Man, y'all don't really have a skincare routine. Y'all doing that just to impress them because y'all know that's the kind of content that they like. But skincare. I do think men having a skincare routine it's is kind of sexy. Like, so I have a skincare routine. It's ru- like, I want to see you taking care of your skin because I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day. I was like, the these niggas that we went to high school with look like they don't drink no water. They don't wash their face. They wash their face with the same towel they wash their ass with. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I do like seeing men really take care of their skin. Oh, we cooking now. But watch this, though. Sometimes it takes a woman to point those things out because... I didn't know that. And this came from not even you, from a few girlfriends. Well, a girlfriend before was like, why you use the same towel to wash your body with as you wash your face with? And I'm like, yikes. You make a great point. So after that, you I You better get yourself pink out washing your ass <laughs> with the same towel you wash your face with. Here, I have shit. You wonder what's going on because you got little feces on your towel. I wonder you why your, your skin face. breaking out because you using the same damn towel. Jesus, what in the world happened? But it takes a woman. When I saw you with all that skincare stuff in there and you were going to Sephora, I said, man, they got to have something for your boy. They had it all for me. That first aid beauty stuff, I got it all. I wear, I, I wear collagen patches. What you want me to say? Oh, my under eyes looking a little better. I'm trying to preserve my sexy. So I do think that men wouldn't care as much about it. If it wasn't for women, but in the same breath, I will say it takes a woman to point those things out to a man that he needs to care about it more. Okay, so then let's tie it back into we were having a conversation when we were at the doctor's office last week. (laughs) We were having a conversation when we were at the doctor's office last week. And basically, you know, there's a a statistic out there that basically says that men live longer when they are when they have a significant other mm-hmm. when they have a partner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so look it up we just kind of went down a rabbit hole we did we were um, deep in a rabbit hole because we were talking about how even men who will like divorce and get remarried like the longevity of their life just increases and i i think that if you're into heterosexual relationships yeah when you are with a woman women elevate you basically is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. i mean granted you know you're gonna post this clip and be like well men <laughs> elevate women too this ain't the, this, this ain't the type of conversation i'm trying to have right now i'm specifically talking about the impact that women have on men's lives and how they make their lives better their physical lives too like men live longer is what we were talking about and it came about because i was saying i needed to go get a physical and if it wasn't for her kind of pushing the fact have you gone to get the physical? Have you gone to get the physical? I probably wouldn't have gone that soon. Also, I missed my dance appointment. 
Have you gone to the dentist? Have you gone to the dentist? Have you gone to the dentist? It's almost a great, per- like somebody nagging you that has your best interest at hand. And it makes you do things that you didn't know. Like I said, skincare. I didn't know I, I didn't know I was about to get pink eye until she told me. So all of this stuff, I just looked it up. Well, and then even with the dentist appointment, because I knew he had missed his dentist. You still ain't been. Man, you keep going. I told it on myself. <laughs> It's anyways, because uh, I had a dentist appointment the week before I had Shy, and I was like, well, I'm at the dentist. Do you want me to just reschedule your appointment now? Because I can. And I should have went, just went ahead and did it and been like, this is when your appointment is. Go get that taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that is just that's like a natural ability that women have, you know, because I think we've talked about how women are just caretakers we are givers that's what it is um you got a white man on here and no matter how you like no matter how much pride a man has like men like to be taken care of mm-hmm. um no matter what that looks like for you in your relationship but i do know that there are probably things that beard appreciates that i do around the house like me reminding him to do stuff, even though he act like he annoyed. I do like he be, he be knowing that he has forgotten. Yeah, as I'll well. forget something, but you know, you also don't need to micromanage it too. But that's another topic for another day. But this study actually says, um, and I don't know how true this is. Um, twenty percent of married men live like over twenty percent. Um, they live longer than their counterparts, the the unmarried counterparts. So this is a 15-year study. It's so long, this article's all over the place. But um, yeah, married men tend to just live longer and I think do better. Um, one one thing too, this is a situation that I don't want to talk about right now because it's it's a serious situation. Um, I had a friend who recently got into a little a little trouble, right? Um, this friend is unmarried. I feel like that if he would have been married, the type of trouble that he got into would have happened. Can you agree? Would not have happened. Would not have happened. It would not have happened, right? Sometimes women keep you from running into a wall that you might, that you know that's there, but you might not see on the other side. So women kind of, they almost protect you in the sense of, of, of things. So I do think that women tend to save men from themselves. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Um, in, I was trying to skate in around serious relationships. Topic. And I know people may not like the framing of that, you know, that what I just said, but um, we were having a conversation with a friend. Uh, no better and don't do better. And she was saying that women oftentimes have foresight. Yep. Like we can see so far down the line of a scenario that may happen and how it could play out. Mm -hmm. Whereas men only see like what's right in front of them. Mm -hmm. Like what's right. And so I think that that is, you know, one of the reasons why it is important to have that woman in your life because... Y'all know Baird and I are very, we're both very like bullheaded and we both clash. Type A. Um, Because we're so like bullheaded, both yeah. of us. And. Oh, I got another one. I got two good ones. Keep going. <laughs> a situation will present itself. And a lot of times I will say, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, And it could be my delivery because, you know. Always. 
Um, it's a clip on the podcast page about her delivery right now. But even still, a lot of times he won't take the advice to shit will play out. <laughs> and then I'll end up being right. But I ain't never know. Like, I'm I'm never a I told you so kind of person. Yeah. When those situations happen, I don't say a word. Yeah. I don't say a word. But, like I said, that's another benefit because I feel like women have this across the board. If they practice it, they can see how a situation is going to play out, especially for those that they really love and care about. I'm going to take it a step further and say something else. I think married men who also have kids tend to live longer too. Mm. Um, and the reason why is because now you want to be around. Like you start doing healthier things. You start thinking um, more than just for yourself and your wife. You start thinking for legacy and generational things. So I do think that married men with kids tend to have a longer lifespan. I haven't looked this up, but just because they're trying to make sure that they stick around. Well, I, yeah, when you're talking about like your personal health and stuff, I think right, that's true. personal health. Um, however, like stress. When you yeah. are talking about married men and the children, like the the child aspect, I also think it's important to know that your relationship with your spouse comes first. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, and so that's another part to it. Like as long as you're, <laughs> as long as you're. Oh man. As long as you're happy in your marriage and you like you're putting your spouse first, then you can be happy for the kids. Um or happy with the kids, which then brings about less stress and people who don't have as much stress mm -hmm. probably live longer. It's a fact. It's a fact. I'm gonna double back to what you just asked a minute ago. What are some things that guys do? Because the women, they wouldn't do, right? What was the question? Something like that, right? Yeah. I thought of three things just then. Number one, tattoos. I think a lot of men get tattoos for aesthetics. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you would get that many tattoos if you weren't really trying to impress these ladies. That's why I did it. I'm going to tell you another thing, too. So, that's why I didn't get any. I'm like, bro, I'm getting girls without tattoos. I don't really need to get them um, because... I don't really want anything that permanent. And I'd already told my grandma I wasn't going to get any. So That's tattoos, the real reason. Yeah, my grandma That's the real reason. He promised his grandma he would never get a tattoo. Yeah. Still a woman, right? <laughs> but tattoos. Another one. Motorcycles. Some people love motorcycles. When I got my motorcycle, I told you it was for one reason and one reason only. To let these ladies ride on the back. Motorcycle was the one for me. I'm not going to get a motorcycle otherwise. It went for women. Like I got that strictly to impress the ladies. Now, and then he got with a lady who hated them. Yeah. And did. where's the bike now? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> the wildest thing I've seen happened this weekend. So when we feeding the baby, I try to stay up. I pick up my phone and I go on TikTok. Find all type of shit on TikTok. I saw this guy getting a beard transplant. That has probably been by far Who's 37 years old Craziest thing I've seen So guess what A beard transplant it, He would not get a beard transplant If it were not for ladies He wouldn't give a damn about his smooth skin on his face Look at me 
Hey, I'm gonna be real. I could probably grow a beard now if I really wanted one. And if I want to go through the ugly phase of like Patch Adams, but I'm cool with the way I look now. Growing up, I mean, getting a beard transplant, top tier, next level, most insane thing I've probably seen. I know you're like, well, girls get BBLs and get breast lifts. That's cool. Like, do your thing. Beard transplant, another level of insanity. I see getting like a little hair transplant, but getting your whole face, bro, you're going to have alopecia. It's just going to start falling off. Now you wasted that money. I'm really like, for me, I'm terrified to do anything. A beard transplant. Like that. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. If I if I could, I would be as natural as I possibly could we be know. with the things that God gave me. We know. Because Are we getting them, even getting them? with like the BBL girls, I wonder like how they're going to age out. No, no. Like, have we seen... Bernie's pretty old. Like, have we seen a like seventy? Oh, okay. She's not. It's like a seventy-year-old who got a BBL. Like, what? How old would be the first class of BBL women? But the thing about it is, you can still get like lifted and 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 sculptured. They got something called cool sculpting, where they don't go in your skin. Don't ask me how Why I do you, know. Yeah. Don't Why? ask me how I know. You what 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 do I do for a living? What do I do for? Uh, they got something called cool sculpting where they can like do this stuff and they don't even have to do invasive surgery. So there's ways to make it sit up. Not like no BBL. Yeah, BBL different. What thing looking good if it's done right, don't it? Oh wait. Hit the wrong button. Anyway, let's go ahead. I'm sorry, you got something else to say. I'm trying no. to avoid getting in trouble. I mean, I'm ahead. just trying to figure out who BBL you like, who BBL you feel looks Really good. Drea? She be getting surgery? She got the test next level. That's next level. That's I don't think Drea's had surgery on her ass. Oh. Never mind. Or her no. The stomach she's she put a, she posted that her stomach thing. She's had breast implants, but I don't think she, she posted that this I don't miss the post. I know. I see your likes. Yeah. And uh she posted where she was having surgery. She shot a dude out. She probably got it for free. I don't remember that. And it was about her, um, what you've been complaining about. You like, did she go have a C-section? Look. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was about that she got gap. the skin lifted? The skin lifted, yeah. Did she, she have the belly hang? She was nervous about her belly hanging over her C-section scar. She'd been talking about it for the last, ever since she had it. Look, and my belly go, hey. She got a belly band on there like a bulletproof vest. That's because they told me to wear it. I don't know if it's going to stop my stomach from hanging off my incision, but... Let us pray. You ready for yours? I did mine. You ready? Let's go get them. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? WWID. What would India do? Kick it. Uh, My boyfriend... Punched a wall and broke one finger during an argument. Damn. Firstly, my boyfriend is very lovely and romantic, but sometimes he gets so hysterical when we fight. And I don't understand why. He always ends up screaming or crying, and I end up crying too because of his screaming. He also tells me after fights when I ignore him for a while because I need to get over the argument that he thought about killing himself or harming himself, so I always feel bad. The reasons for our fights aren't even that big of a deal, but he's so sensitive, even though I'm the one who ends up crying. When when he punched the wall the argument escalated because he always screams and makes everything worse than it actually is 
How should I react? He made me cry when he punched the wall and didn't even ask if I'm okay. He slammed the doors and left the house for an hour and then texted me to ask if it was over. Mm-mm. But guess what? So, you, it, this ain't your topic. What bad. you talking for? Got excited. Uh, Like, when he's, like, punching the wall and screaming, are you not terrified? That's what I was about to say. Like, are you hey. not afraid? It's a different because level. if I'm talking to someone and they punch the wall and start screaming very irately, I'm gonna be a little f- afraid. I'm calling um, Especially if it's like a grown ass man that I am sexually involved with. Um, as I'm not really sure where the question's coming from, I'm confused because. The way that this is worded feels like it's not the first time. Didn't he say he thought about killing himself too? Um, and so he on a new level. I'm out the door because if you can punch my wall and hurt yourself and hurt your own hand and scream, like I, I you don't think it, it can escalate? Self preservation. From there, it's gonna be a no for me. Yeah, you gotta go. I'm at the door. There's no reason for people to be, first of all, you sound like y'all written in the apartment. So now you got to pay money to fix the wall and you lost your security deposit because he upset. He mad and going to punch the wall and then you got to go to the minor medical clinic well, to I'm get his say, and finger fixed. He's literally, he's throwing tantrum after tantrum in. So you didn't it say doesn't all matter how lovely or romantic he is it's like you have to look at the whole picture in a relationship because and have you have you not asked yourself like is the romance coming <laughs> because he knows that he messed up uh yeah yeah um because again it, like the way that this is worded it seems like all the arguments are pretty toxic like all the arguments end in him screaming which tells me that he does not know how to communicate he does not know how to say how he feels without yelling and arguing that is his defense mechanism um but it's one thing to yell and scream in an argument it's a completely different thing to punch the wall bro you punch the um, wall the wall won't move you're not hurting the wall you're only trying to scare her. Like, why are you trying to scare somebody? Well, you the big bad wolf? And Sit then, down. You know, he leaves for an hour. Another red flag. Where is he going? So we, we have like most of the first red flag. He he's keeps screaming. He's like, he's yelling. The second one, he punches the wall. The third one, he leaves for an hour. The fourth one, instead of an apology, he asks, is the relationship over? And so at that point, Yeah. Get rid of him. I don't want to do this anymore. Get rid of him. I don't want to do this anymore. Look at you acting like me. I don't want to do it. There you go. <laughs> Get into it. Tell them where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. That's it. Yeah. You can find me at Beloved1911 on all social platforms. But the biggest thing is go follow She and I podcast on Instagram, um, everywhere it is. Go to YouTube, like, subscribe, turn on your notifications so you will know when the visual experience is up for your viewing pleasure. All of that is just for you. And we look forward to seeing you on the other side of next week. But in the meantime, in the twin time, it's been real. It's been fun. 
She, 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 I, 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 I,